the cobwebs over here. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Welcome to Wildly Tarot Podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. Happy question mark end of summer exclamation point. (laughs) No more summer camp. (laughs) It's definitely the end of summer, but man, this summer ended up running us ragged. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. Oh, we, we ran past the finish line and just kept on running. (laughs) I know it it was like like never ending. Our last orientation for incoming transfer students was last Wednesday. And I swear that I just collapsed afterwards. I was like, I can't do this another time. Oh yeah. No more. But we're back with the podcast, new episodes. We're going back to normal we I even know. set our regular scheduled recording times up yay yay we're profesh- <laughs> so yeah i think we're basically like the exact level of professionalism of we as we've been in the past or maybe like 10 percent less and we're working on it <laughs> we're like we're aware we're working on it but today we're going to talk about the summer basically what we yeah. got what we did any fun stuff that we want to share um, and then next week we'll be back with answering questions and doing deck reviews. Yay. So for me, I felt like I didn't buy that many decks this summer. Okay. There was not time for it. There was not. Yeah, exactly. I think there was like that sense of a suddenly someone would be like, oh, here's this deck. And then it's off Kickstarter or, or if it's off pre-order, I was like, oh, I, how did I miss this deck? Like yeah. many times I've been like, what's this deck? How did I miss this? So I also kept finding myself seeing stuff that I liked, but then being like, I don't like it that much, which right. is weird because I've always been pretty loosey goosey about yeah. how much I have to love every card to buy right, anything. Right. Yeah. So I don't know what was going on, but I only ended up getting a couple of decks this summer. So yeah. I'm excited to share which ones they were. And for Patreon supporters, you may already have uh, like experienced a little bit of a sneak peek because a lot of the decks I got this summer were decks that Esther also got and were in her summer <laughs> shipment box that we unboxed on the Yay! Patreon. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this video thing because we're not recording on video and I'm doing like all these motions and like hey, dancing it's for and me. Things. I appreciate it. I haven't seen you in weeks, Esther. I know. This I truly is true. think that we haven't recorded for like, what, five weeks? Almost. Yeah. It was, it's about a month. Yeah. About a Oof. month. It's just so wild. It's just so wild. But one huge update from the summer is that uh, because of supply chain (laughs) reasons, our book has been pushed back yet again. End of November is now our release date. Yay. Which is great. I mean, that's totally fine. All the closer to Yule, I suppose. Exactly. It is a big ticket item. So if you want it to be a Yule gift for somebody, that's really awesome. Yes. Um, But yeah, the way that we found out was literally (laughs) via our Amazon, our own Amazon pre-orders for our our book. Yes, yes. And (laughs) we had to write our publisher being like, hi, why was it pushed back? It's not us, is it? Are you divorcing us like this? she was so sweet. She was like, I'm so sorry you found out that way. I'm like, like, no. You just know, she knows after uh, over a year of working with us at this point that uh, we assume that everything means they're not publishing it. Yes, yes, exactly. That it's <laughs> so our she fault. She just needs <laughs> to reassure us that it's still a go. Exactly. Sometimes I'm like, well, Esther has 10 copies and I have like seven left in my house. So there will be 17 <laughs> copies in the world if this And we can just wrong. sell them on eBay or some sort of like tarot swap <laughs> yeah. group for $4 million. We're be more Because the content is that good. <laughs> it is that good. It's We're been more. really fun. So I we got our uh, review copies or not review copies, I guess, just our author copies, author copies yeah. during the summer. And I, I neither of us were expecting them to arrive to our no. houses. No. So if you follow me on Instagram, you probably saw this happen. But I was like, Esther was asleep because it was literally the middle of the night in Korea. <laughs> and I received these two huge boxes and was like huh, what are these? And I, I don't the remember first ordering one. these decks. I know. And for, I was like, okay, it's coming from China. Did we order more wildly tarot decks? And I just don't know what's going on. Like, I don't remember this. This must've been a mistake. It was before we sent out the Patreon decks. Oh, too. right. So right. I was like, maybe it's that. And then I opened it and it was our book. And I like literally started crying. I was Aww. so excited to see it. Yeah. And then the next weekend was my brother's wedding. Uh-huh which I brought a copy to and left it in the car for most of the weekend because I was like, Holly, you can't be that asshole who brings her like freshly published book to her brother's wedding. Like, oh, you guys are getting married? Well, I'm an author. Well, <laughs> I'm going to go in the corner and get some quiet time to myself reading my own book. <laughs> this oh, My own book that I wrote. And if anyone's interested in seeing my amazing, brilliant geniusness, they're welcome to come with me. But I did bring it out on the Sunday when I was back at my parents' house. Oh, yeah. And it was like so 
fun to see yeah. my parents flipping through it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Aster, I mm-hmm. cannot wait for you to watch somebody go through the book. <laughs> yeah. You're going to lose your mind. <laughs> Although I think that Esther won't tell me where because she knows that I'll freak out, but she immediately oh. did find a typo. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then, thankfully, I think I've promptly forgotten, but I can find it again. No, but, no need. Yes. <laughs> I do feel like everyone warned us this would happen. And our editor, even the wonderful, wonderful Beth was like, once you get it, you'll never want to look at it again. Because yeah. You'll be so scared. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was the thing. I think because, like, they were, it was, like, at the end, there's that mad rush to get everything turned in. And there were, like, three or four, like, editing copies going around at the same time. So I yeah. think what happened is that they accidentally picked one that wasn't all the way, like, edited It's a minor through. typo, right? It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just, like, a mislabeled it, it, photo. It's I a mislabeled think. card, essentially. So okay. now I'm remembering we'll be okay. what it is. Everything yeah, will we'll be, be fine. fine. And when you get the book, everyone, hopefully you'll forget this episode ever existed. And yes. And won't, like, point it out to us. Well, I'm like, I mean, it's <laughs> obvious what it is. It wasn't our fault. I, you know, it's fine. Yeah, We exactly. looked over it, and I, and for me, I'm like, it would have been correct. Maybe someone <laughs> else corrected it, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And also, it's you know more than the sum of its parts having mm-hmm. one typo or whatever is completely fine because you understand what we mean they yeah, the exactly. audience understands totally totally but you won't be able to see it till november 30th and by then i mean that's like a lifetime from now i know that's what i was thinking is working these days i know because that's what for me with the release of the book it's like we get so close to release and then they move the date and i'm like well now everything I just said was a lie. And so I don't know how to promote anymore. <laughs> like <laughs> We're doing our very best, but you want to know something very funny that I found when I yes. was looking through my calendar for the rest of the fall as we were like talking about what we would do leading up to the book release. Oh, right. I have a calendar alert for October 8th that says search email for me to me uh, email. Oh, and I was like, what the hell does that mean? So I looked through all of my emails uh-huh. to because I have like six different email accounts. So I was like, what am I even talking about? <laughs> so I went through all of my email accounts and I found this email that I had written to myself last October, which if you want to, I don't want anyone to transport themselves back to last October, but oh, just right. try to remember a couple of the things that we were ramping up to election, yes, yes. you know, the holiday season when everyone's like begging people to stay home because of COVID. It was before we were vaccinated, like just mm-hmm. a lot going on. So I wrote an email to myself um, basically to try to be like, you know, keep your shit together in some ways. <laughs> okay. And a lot of it is funny in retrospect, like including my brain keeps intrusively saying things like you may not even have electricity in October of 2021. <laughs> But it's probably unlikely that things will get that bad in the U.S. by then. Anyway, as long as you and Nathan are safe and together, things will be okay. I'm currently procrastinating on book writing. And weirdly, this sucker won't even be out by October of 2021. (laughs) I'm assuming Esther and I totally nailed this thing. (laughs) Hopefully we're all okay. (laughs) Yeah. I would say we nailed it. (laughs) I think so. I'm so excited for when it actually comes out. I know. Mac. Okay. Nathan and I are together all the time and happy, yes. which is part of that email, which I think is kind of the sweetest part of that email being mm-hmm. like, as long as you're together, together. Be okay. Yeah. Uh, but the side effect of that is that Mac literally cannot stand it. If we were in different rooms of the house for too long after dark, like during the day she gets it. Mm-hmm. Cause we work in separate parts of the house. Right. But once it's nighttime, no ma'am she's like no No, ma'am you're not where you're supposed to be excuse me curfew she's just standing on this on the landing barking at me like lady relax i don't know why she's like this this is like the major benefit of being in a smaller apartment well now we get why we see you it's true it's true well and also this is why pit bulls are the nanny dogs is because oh, they're yeah, like, yeah, excuse yeah. me, you're in the wrong place. You're not and here. And apparently I'm her child. Like yes. I'm her nanny <laughs> <the> child. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's like, I don't know what that one's doing, but she's yeah. fucking it up pretty bad. Pretty brilliantly over here. <laughs> well, the mentioning the apartment, I, after I finished all of my camps this summer, my thing was deep clean the house. I was yeah. inspired by clean talk and oh my gosh, <laughs> like, Order because because here it's hard to get cleaning supplies like for your floor or for countertop set like like are huh. smell bleachy smell enough. yeah smell <laughs> powerful enough and not like weak 
If somebody made you a candle that was Windex scented, do you think you'd burn it? I would burn the Pine Sol Windex and Fabuloso <laughs> candles, all three in the house at the same time. Because I, in in my brain, because of the the way my mother cleaned, mm-hmm. Ajax and bleach mean clean to my brain. Yeah, you want to scour. I stuff. need those powerful scents in the house. But of course, having dogs and having reptiles, you can't like do that just willy nilly. Right. I mean, they're scent, especially reptiles. They have mm-hmm. pretty sensitive little systems. Respiratory systems. Yeah. So that's the word. Thank you. Yes. So, <laughs> but I, but I found out that you could do like a, a little bleach and like do mopping floors and stuff like that. Just not pine salt. Cause I think it's the pine. Oh, maybe stuff yeah, that, that makes, makes sense. it. So basically like, I did, did you move furniture and shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I moved. Oh wow. All the stuff. I like literally like listened to Princess Diana podcast for three hours yesterday. Took everything out of the living room, scoured everything. I with... saw you post in podcasts we listened to <laughs> looking for Princess. Diana. I was like, <laughs> I need deep dives. So which like, one did you end deepest. up going with? Um, I ended up going with oh, what's it? Uh, you don't know about that one oh, because I yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried the, the those conspiracy. You're guys. wrong about. Oh, you're wrong about that. that's right. Yeah, the, I tried the one for those conspiracy guys first, but their voices were so soft I could oh. not listen because like all of my cleaning scrubbingness was not projecting, like right. like allowing them to come to my earballs. You were like literally not even. It was a too calming of like a vibe. Yes. It was too quiet compared yes. to all the banging around you had to do cleaning. Yes, I was like I. I that. this, that's that's why I listen to True Crime Obsessed while I'm doing dishes so I can bang yeah. and Patrick Hines is just yelling. That's fine. Yeah. With me. <laughs> exactly the, uh, the sheer volume alone which i think is happening with our podcast probably too. i feel like once i started hearing true crime obsessed say you know that people are just cleaning their kitchens right now right i was like oh that's probably what people are doing when they're listening to wildly that's, tarot and also. that's fine We're with not me like, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm doing when I listen to podcasts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because I don't have a commute. I have like an eight minute commute to yeah. my office. So what am I going to listen to? Like eight minutes of a crime? No. I mean, I happen. will do that, but it is. Yeah, it's not enough time to really get into anything. Exactly. Exactly. But so. do you feel clean? I mean, I know that it doesn't really align with the wheel of the year that much to be well, cleaning. But well, Chusalk here is next week. So Chusalk oh, is, is our Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving New Year sort of like full moon action going on so that's how I was like well this is perfect timing to get and that's kind of like a thing here is that you clean your house before Chusok or Solal Mm. so that's why I was like well at least it aligns with my schedule because I could calm down like after teaching so much stuff so I don't know like I felt so stressed out in the last couple of months with work but you have like a totally different level of it because you have to be performing all day oh yeah 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 and I'm just having like very intense one-on-one conversations (laughs) one after the other after the other for hours and hours and hours Uh just one-on-one right and super intense which is exhausting in its own way but you're like having to do a fucking song and dance yeah yeah and and I (laughs) like that's part of the reason why I've transitioned to taking on a part-time job that should become a full-time job next year uh, based on my ratings from students just over the past few weeks. Yeah. I, teaching adults. <laughs> I just teaching adults. It'd be one-on-one conversations and stuff like that. So transitioning to that rather than being in a classroom, physically putting myself in danger during the height of COVID and not being fully vaccinated as of that point and still yeah. this point. Cause I still have like a week to go on my vaccination. You got your second shot. Yeah. I got my second shot, but it's like still one more week until like it's complete it's in my so body. It's so wild that my second shot was March 9th. I know. How and was you got that your... six months ago? And you got and your got, booster? Got booster. Yeah. yeah. So we're good to go. And yeah, it's just so wild. Like six months ago feels, and I think also, I mean, nobody wants to listen to our thoughts about COVID, but (laughs) it feels like in the U S like May was just like, Oh, everything's fine now. And then all of a sudden everyone's like breakthrough cases, people are dying. Yeah. 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 And like our friend Anna's grandmother just passed away. RIP to Nana. She seems like a great lady and she was very, very elderly, but yes, still, still like man, I know it's never safe. Apparently. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like texting my friend Lauren, who's a doctor, and we went to high school and college together and are very, very close, like three times a week being like, tell me what you know. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. I know. Anyway. uh, Okay. So that's, we're just really not on track at all, but we did want to spend some time talking about the things that we got this summer. Yes, 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 yes. Like different decks and books. 
Um, and I think we probably overlap a lot. And also, I, think I didn't so. think to keep a list at all. So I'm just going to be basically winging it. I guess I could probably go through my uh, PayPal account. Yeah, or, I was thinking, or maybe way. your Kickstarters or something. <laughs> oh my gosh, my Kickstarters. We were in a group chat with some of our friends the other day talking about how many Kickstarters we'd all backed. Oh, yeah. And, uh, um, I'm like at a meagly, measly like 43 or something. Yeah, I like don't that. know if like I should really admit to doubling <laughs> your number of <laughs> Kickstarters. <laughs> but then our friend Rachel, Tara Tidbit 78, has doubled my Kickstarter yeah. rate. So it's just like an exponential Kickstarter. Exactly. Situation. It goes on and on and on. Well, I guess, but speaking of Kickstarter, the first thing that we can talk about that we got is we got a couple of things from our friend Jamie Sawyer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This summer. One is her, uh, what? Oh, my God. Sorry. SPT. Wow, I'm bad with acronyms. Uh, 33.6, the Tarot Transitions. Does that yes. have a different name on Kickstarter? Let me check. Well, let's see. On Kickstarter, it's called Sawyer's Path. Oh, that's what SPT is. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a dumbass. Sawyer's Path Tarot uh, with Tarot 33.6. So Tarot 33.6 is her really awesome sort of like transitions deck, which shows half her red pencil drawings and half her final edition of Sawyer's Path Tarot. And it's currently on Kickstarter with 16 days to go. It's already been fully backed, so it's not a risk at all. Exactly. Um, And she's our friend, and she's an amazing artist and such an important person to us in this community. Mm -hmm. So if you aren't already backing it, it's a really cool sort of like, um, I mean, I know that I'm not saying the right thing because I don't actually know tarot or uh, tattoo styles, but it's kind of like an American classic tattoo style Mm -hmm. because that's what her background is in and seeing that sort of transition into these really vibrant art pieces is really cool yes and with the kickstarter she has like a couple different options where you can just get the you know the transitions deck or you get two of them like the the two or you can get all three because that transition and work really well together so the red the red drawing edition, the transitions deck, and the full solid years path deck. Right. So, and it's kind of like going to be like the last time it's ever offered because she's going to retire it. Yeah. So Which I love it when people get to a point in their artistic career that they get to start making decisions like that. Like, yes. This had a good run. It's not the thing that I want to be in charge of anymore. Exactly. Has, you know, I'm, we're doing this and then. We're done. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. And and like she's been redesigning some of the cards. So like I think she's right. been working on like the outer borders and extending those a bit. So I just think it's just a really cool project. And they the transitions deck works really well with her other two decks if you and already it's have just those. Kind of cool. Like it, it feels is. so like and I think maybe this is kind of the nerdy tarot art history part of us that mm-hmm. obviously led us to writing this book. But like, it's kind of cool to feel like you're in the midst of the creation. Exactly. And the transition deck feels like that. Like yes. you're part of the creation of these decks. Exactly. these cards. Which of these so cards, neat. right. Right. Because when you she... pull them, it's very progressive feeling when you yeah, do that. Yeah, totally. You're like midway through an experience. Right. Um, and then Jamie also sent us prototypes of another cool project that she's working on. Um, which is called the Divination Sessions. Yes. And she, and you may have seen it on Esther's Instagram because Esther has actually been posting to her Instagram and I have not. <laughs> Periodically like, to let people know that I'm alive because I don't allow DMs anymore. So people are like, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, here's me and my dogs. No more tarot content <laughs> for the I moment. I know. We've, we, I mean, the pro- we just haven't had any free time. And exactly. And it feels like because the world of tarot content creation is so filled with amazing creative people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard to like get there when we're so busy and we yeah. know that the shit that we're putting up is like a fraction of the beauty of what uh-huh. other people Exactly. Are doing. We psych ourselves out to do this. <laughs> I used to be so good at flat lays and now I'm like is this my actual bed good enough as a background? I know. I know. Is this sheet clean enough? Huh. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Is there a little amount of dog hair, hair on this sheet to be my background? There's a dog hair on this card. It's fine. No it's one will see fine. the dog hair. Yeah, no one will notice. Um, but creative divination system or session systems. Wow. That sounds kind of like an evil corporation. That does. Divination systems. systems. Uh, maybe we should write some fiction with that Ooh, as the bad yeah. guy. But creative divination sessions. It's like a gigantic it's amazing super cool resource so basically 
Jamie and not just took existing casting boards that she'd already made for other projects, but also wrote a bunch of new spreads mm-hmm. and created all of these additional casting boards. But instead of having them be in wood, so bulky, right. difficult to, or I guess difficult to store if you have a ton of them or whatever. Right, right. Um, they're all bound in a gigantic hard covered book. So you can open up the book, use the pages as mm-hmm. the casting board and there's like room for notes. And I was doing the Medusa one and I was like, oh, yes. this is so good. Like yes. the spreads themselves are genius. Mm-hmm. And it's such a cool resource. I can't wait for this, like for her to figure out which printer she wants to use and all of that stuff. Because right. it's going to be such a cool resource for people to have access to. Yeah. It's spiral bound so you can like use it often and flat yeah. lay it. And there's directions. And even if you're like, there's room in there because it's, she really wants to empower you to, to like be creative yourself and make your right. own spreads too. So there's Which like I blank stuff in the back. I appreciate so much because I feel like it's so easy for people to say, I'm looking for a spread that does this. And we've talked about this before, like in our intro episodes. And then also just whenever we make a spread specifically for somebody, it's like the spread creation process is something that every single tarot reader should feel comfortable with. Yes. Yes. And this, the creative divination sessions book is like setting you up with resources to be able to do that confidently, which I just think is so cool. It's so cool. And she, she, I think she just got her prototype today from the printer. She's thinking of using, and there's like a holographic front. I saw that. And it was like, gosh, (laughs) it's so gorgeous. We are such suckers for holographic (laughs) prints. I know. Like, Oh, what? A holographic? Okay. Please be me. It's because we were born in in the late 1980s and everything from our childhood that our parents were like, no, that's too expensive. We're not buying you all this hologram. We're like, it's so shiny, mom. supplies. Exactly. Exactly. It all goes back to Lisa Frank and those pencils. Exactly. (laughs) We have traced it back. Or like even the Sanrio stuff. I was so into Sanrio and like fourth and fifth grade. I don't know how I got my hands on any of it. I was given traded people shit for. So I, I was given Sanrio stuff from church when I would help the pianist like <laughs> turn pages like and stuff like that. Like, you know, the, she was really yeah. kind and you know, I, she's one of like one and of the good memories. Daughters exactly. who are like wanting to be helpful as exactly. much as possible. And so I got a few like Sanrio like erasers and pencils and it just meant the world to me because, you know, as a girl who grew up like not getting those sorts of things or not yeah. being able to afford them. It was just like the best thing. It's it feels like, so special. Oh, totally. So special. So good. So memories. That's why we're suckers for holograms exactly. and stationary in, in general. general. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We, we can't be stopped. No. I got the cutest little cards for our Patreon supporters at the $15 oh, yes, yes. level for our gift that had different moonscapes on oh. one side and they were like two inch by three inch and they had their own little special. I want to envelopes. show you. What I, is got, that? I got, I oh, got wax. Oh my wax god! Seals wax seals for our patrons <laughs> for the Sawin readings. Oh my god, Esther! I, I just love got it them, so much. and so it's like this week is like I've started putting together the little Sawin packages for the readings, and then I'm gonna wax. It's gonna be literally like a a political campaign, like letter writing scheme. Yeah, Everything's going to be like stuffing in, envelopes. In there. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be a whole thing. The Apparently, dogs are going to be a part of it. Stored the, uh, the seal itself uh-huh. on ice. It works way fast. Oh, okay. Okay. I saw, I learned that from TikTok. I saw on TikTok too. They're using like glue gun wax sealing. And I'm like, I saw that. geniusness. I know. So, you know what I bought today? This is what? Like, so not what? tarot related, but today I bought a new staple gun because I oh, couldn't yeah? find the, the end part of mine so I couldn't ever get it to load staples uh-huh. and obviously I need staple guns because I got I went to Goodwill and to Habitat for Humanity restore over yesterday and today and bought every single canvas they had oh. to cover uh-huh. normally I would cover it with like actual canvas drop cloths like uh-huh. from Home Depot or whatever um, and you need to staple gun that so that's yeah. like my plan for the fall apparently Ooh. is to take up painting again but I also bought a label maker. Oh, okay. And I found my hot glue gun because <gasps> nice. I was thinking about that idea of using uh-huh. a hot glue gun to do wax. And I don't I don't know if it's like a special thing, like a special wax glue gun or something. I don't know. Try but I was it obsessed. With a crayon. See what happens. It's true, it's true. So I was just <laughs> I was obsessed. I was like, what is this stationary stuff that I need in my house right now? <laughs> And then the problem with me is probably my, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Probably my hyper fixation talking. But the problem with me is that I will 
if I put it into my craft box, mm-hmm. I will forget that it's there and never look at it again. That's what a label maker's for. You I know. Label that's on what the, the label maker is for. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so. That was, all, that was like a about. rant about after we got off <laughs> like a holo, holographic. <laughs> yeah. We like shiny things. We do. It's very apparent. Do we want so, to talk about another book or do we want to do what well, well, tell, tell us about some books that you did because I didn't read very much over the summer because hello welcome to my life so oh yeah exactly I read less than I normally would but one of the things that I read was uh, advanced copy of morgue to love which one of our listeners sent me mm-hmm. uh, her name is Megan Montgomery and let me tell you about this fucking book first of all okay. Tara was in it a lot like she good she is uh uh M E. Yep, M E. Medical examiner. Okay. Yes. She's also Greek, and I oh. know that this is so silly because I was not raised in a like culturally Greek household, other than the food that my family would make occasionally. Right. But having a fucking Greek heroine was such a blast. Like oh. I loved that representation, and Megan, mm-hmm. the author, is also Greek, but like. This character is from this loud Greek family. She, like, is referencing Greek food. She has some, like, tension with her parents the way that I feel, like, is sort of typical with, like, like, Greek immigrant para. It's just, like, so much fun. And there's tarot throughout because she has all these friends, one of whom is very clearly reading Antique Anatomy. Okay. And she describes the deck for this, like, Emmy character who's the heroine being, like, Oh, it's perfect for you because it's all skeletons and flowers. So yeah, it's like your light side and your dark side. And I was like, I bet that's antique anatomy. And sure enough, <laughs> in the acknowledgments at the end, where Megan thanks us uh-huh. for being there for her as a podcast she likes to listen to, <laughs> she also talked about uh, Memento Mori from Black and the Moon and oh. the podcast and right. also Antique Anatomy the deck. And I was oh. like, I knew it. Yay! And also, what company to be in? I know. That's so like, fun. I it was love just that. So fun. And it was like such a fun book. And I was a little bit nervous because I can be kind of squeamish about body stuff. Oh, uh huh. And she is a medical examiner. And also, the hero is a detective. And I was just okay. like, eh, do I really care about right. detectives? But right. they are so sweet together. And the heroine, it's like a own voices autistic heroine. Okay. Which is cool. So. That felt really neat and representative. And uh-huh. they have this like incredibly wonderful relationship where they're just like supporting oh. each other. It was such a sweet, feel good, lighthearted book. There's like uh-huh. not a lot of drama between the couple, which oh, is something nice. that I always yes. need, especially in the last two years where I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. if we are just not getting along for the sake of not getting along, I will freak out. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Oh my but gosh. they get along really well. They sleep together like immediately without realizing oh, that's that they're nice. going to have to work together, which is also a trope I totally love. Yes. Where it's like, oh, you know, we you don't know that we're like going to have to hang out all the time because our work jobs overlap right, so much. Right, right. Um, but it was just like so fun and so sweet. So that was probably one of my favorite books that I read over the summer. And it's short. And if you can deal with a couple of like semi-descriptive ideas about what bodies do post-death, then I think you'll be okay. Okay, it was not yeah. Like, it was not stomach turning, but I am just a little bit of a wimp about it. Okay, okay, okay. But I, I did read one book over the summer. What did you read? <laughs> I read it's called The Good Girl, G O O D E Girl. Oh, somebody was I think Natalie was just suggesting that to me. Did you I, love it? It was it was nice and spicy. Oh, nice and spicy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Got to love it. Usually I'm not a person who like approves of like cheating on your spouse or they're not spouse they're not married but like cheating on anybody the other main character other other main character thank you but this was done in a way where they've they've got reasons they've got reasons i love they've got reasons reasons. exactly so i i'm usually like like outlander stopped watching the series because of it stopped reading the book because books because of it was a fan you know that i gave that book 300 pages before (laughs) dnfing it i've never given a book so much of a chance before stopping reading it stopping reading it exactly but this was done in such a good way no pun intended that um that it was just really nice it was like a really quick read i think i literally read it in an afternoon when i was in a jazz bar it was very like oh my god yeah, yeah, How yeah. Cool. i found a jazz bar and i was so excited you that i be... myself found a jazz bar <laughs> no That's one was like there living the dream like i think that probably the 17 year old version of yourself wouldn't even know to hope for that future <laughs> 
seriously, like a jazz bar, Esther. So yeah, that was that was my only summer read was this book. Maybe I did read a lot this summer. I can yeah. go through some of my favorites. So we did Wolf Gone Wild on yes. uh, Heaving Bosoms, which was so much fun. And then like two weeks later, the next book in that series came out, Yeah, uh, which is called Witches Get Stitches. The Or not the next book. It was actually the third book. Third book, yeah. And that was really fun. Juliet Cross has like created a super great New Orleans uh, universe. And so I mm-hmm. would definitely suggest that. The other thing, one of the other things that I read, I read so many sapphic romances, like mm. women loving women all over the place. Yes, when yes, I'm looking yes. back over Here my summer, it. it's like one last stop from Casey McQuiston, the Hellions Waltz from Olivia uh, Waite, and uh-huh. Count Your Lucky Stars from Alexandria Belfler, like all three in a row. And all of those oh, are yeah. like women loving women romances. Yeah. And all three of them were truly great. One last stop. So Casey McQuiston's the one who wrote Red, Red, White, and Royal Blue. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, one last stop has some fucking magic in it, like oh. some mysterious magic in it, which was Ew. fully shocking to me. Uh-huh. I was not expecting it at all, even though it's written on the back cover. And it's like, <laughs> you know, magical realism or whatever. Right. Uh, but that was really fun. It's a little bit slower. Okay. Like it's, it's kind of more of a world building situation. And I was okay. thinking it would be more like a romp. Um, okay. But Count Your Lucky Stars, which isn't coming out until the beginning of next year, but is the third in a series. The first one is an astrologer and an actuary, two mm-hmm. women. The second one is the actuary's brother and the uh, like childhood best friend of his sister, which is okay. also so good. And then this one is like more of the friends within that same group. And it was, I gave it five stars, which oh, that's good. is something I do a lot. So I oh. love that. And that was, again, count your lucky stars, pre-order it. Alexandra Bellafleur is an amazing Okay, I'll try to include the links in the show notes. And oh, please check the show things. notes because we do have many things Esther does Answers right to questions. Lots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Esther puts energy into that. Yes. Uh, and then I did also read the viral on Twitter book, Morning Glory Milking Farm. Have you, were you not on that? Did you see none of this on Twitter? What? Oh my God. Okay. I think I like literally there's like a three week block where I literally just went on Twitter to rant about my job. And that was I literally I saw those I tweets. I didn't realize you weren't seeing anything else. Okay. Yeah. Mom, yeah. Nothing else. Mom, close your ears. I can't okay. have you here or skip forward 30 seconds or something. I just can't have you here this mom. All right. She's not going to, she does okay. not have boundaries like that. Okay. So it was, it went viral on Twitter on like romance Twitter. It's called morning glory milking farm. <laughs> and the hero is a minotaur. Oh, and okay. I. It's like a very hand job oriented book because the minotaur semen is very valuable in human medicines. Okay. That tracks with something else I've heard recently. Okay. Continue. Okay. Sorry. It's completely bananas. Yes. And yet so good. It's like such a cool <laughs> book because the whole idea of this universe. So it's apparently this is the first in a series. I don't know if I'll end up reading the other ones, but okay. the idea of the series is that there's like this, that kind of all of these mythical creatures have their own societies that kind of uh, run parallel to humans. Okay. And so in some towns, it's like mostly humans, but some other towns are really, really diverse in that way. So there's okay. like all of the different mythical creatures and humans coexist together. So this, the, the main, the female main character only has lived in human towns. Like she's never had any experiences with the non-human towns, but then she gets this job at this milking farm and starts hanging out in Cambridge Creek, which is the more diverse area. And uh, so she like becomes friends with vampires. There's like a, apparently the second book in the series is about a moth man. Oh my God. Okay. 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 Bananas monster romance. And Uh this one. It has the most absurd premise in the entire world, but it was so sweet <laughs> oh. and so funny. Okay. And just like, oh, you're going to love it. Because I, because, because, well, like I, I saw things about Minotaur. Yeah. Okay. And that's but, why. Okay. That's why. Because, and then, the, then there was like a couple of like free books, like last week or something. There was like 500 free books, like on Amazon, like lots of authors. And so I thought it was having to do with like a new, like, thing coming out maybe oh, or like no. a new sort of fad or like a ruby dixon thing who knows no so it's okay, just okay like a different i mean it probably veers towards erotica and it is only 160 pages long. oh okay okay <laughs> so it's like a fan fiction size almost yeah i mean <laughs> Not, it's definitely like small. a sort of like one day read okay but okay it was so heartwarming <laughs> 
You would never put heartwarming and minotaur in the same sentence. Or usually. no, you would never put heartwarming and milking farm. Milking farm. That's right. <laughs> anyway, and then I just I've been approved for a ton of advanced copies lately, and I don't know yeah. why because I'm not posting reviews anywhere except for on those sites. But uh, Sarah McLean's book that just came out. Oh yes, Bombshell. yes, yes. Which is really fun, and you're you're gonna like because it's all girl gang. Like, it's yeah, just this huge girl okay. Gang and every book in the series is gonna be about one of them. Okay. Um, Electric Idol, which is Katie Roberts' second oh, book in the yes. Dark Olympus series, which uh-huh. is truly amazing. Uh, Good Girls Guide to Rakes, and I've talked about Eva Lee before because Eva Lee wrote a series where every book was sort of like generally devoted to an '80s movie. Uh-huh. Like it was all historical sort of regency or maybe Victorian regency somewhere around there. Um, but there, there were all these like homages to eighties movies, which I love. And then this is her new series, good girls guide to rakes. And it was also just very funny and kind of adventurous. Like oh. she, it's like a scandalous guy and a society mm-hmm. darling. And she's like about to get engaged to somebody she doesn't like. And he's like, I need to get married or else, you know, your brother and I'll be, you know, it's it's like a plot that you would expect in a historical romance novel, but she's so good at creating characters that you'd like really, truly care about. Yeah. Yeah. So it was very, very fun. She's fun. Okay. I just so downloaded fun. morning glory milking farm. So, cause it was, <laughs> it was on Kindle unlimited. So how could I not? I'm, I'm just saying it's bananas. And if anyone reads this, the cover is wild. The cover is like, just what? blame Twitter. This is not my fault. This is Twitter's <laughs> fault. And I do like this book. I did think it was okay. completely okay. bananas and very, very sweet, <laughs> but also raunchy as hell. So mom, if you're listening still, I'm sorry. You can't read this. Please. No, don't. please don't. Uh, or Katie, fine. Do whatever you want. You're an adult, but <laughs> mom, you're not an adult. Don't read this. <laughs> mom, you're my mother. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so that's kind of what r- the reading situation has been. I, I loved more to love because mm-hmm. it, it incorporated tarot into it. I'm hoping that we can keep finding more stuff like that. Yes. I think that there's like every fall, there's always way more witchy romance. That yes. Published. So I'm excited for that to happen. But that would also mean that I would need to have more time to read more. And it looks like Morgue to Love is also on Kindle Unlimited right now. Perfect. And so. I think it's only like 320. Like it's yeah, yeah, yeah. a pretty good, a good length. Yeah. So, okay. I've, now I have weekend reading to do. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> so now decks. Do you want to talk yes. about decks? Oh, firstly, Esther is making a new deck, which she has announced. Oh, yeah. Well, because we mentioned it on podcast on, on the true. podcast episode. On the how to make a deck. Make a deck episode. Yes. Do you want to tell us more about it, though? Well, let me go refresh my own memory of what I've already said about it. Um. So, yeah, it's. A deck that's kind of been a year in the making because I started yeah, making notes about it. it for a while. Yeah, I've been making notes about it like in my like Samsung Notes app for you know like different <laughs> ideas and stuff, and it was like dated almost a year ago. So, um, but basically, it's taking botanical artwork that's like public domain and things like that. Yeah. And I've always been in love with those sorts of pictures, and then I just kind of got the idea because for me in Korea with my like craft the way I do things sometimes it's hard to get um ingredients or things like that Mm -hmm. and so it started out as sort of a project for you to be able to use the deck as a way to like replace things that you don't have essentially so like if you didn't if you ran out of cinnamon and you wanted to use cinnamon for prosperity in a spell or whatever you could grab this card and that sort of be like your intentional like ingredient of it infusing it into your craft or whatever i think that the thing that that i love the most is that a lot of your meanings are not things that other people have used right right and also the images are really like cool and consistent Mm -hmm. like it feels really uniform you did a great job of selecting a font which we are giant (laughs) nerds about yes Uh, it took like four days yeah you had a lot of different options and (laughs) it was really fun to talk about that with you um but they're just like beautiful cards yeah and like like for me it was hard to decide whether to put like to actually kind of make it an oracle deck essentially mm-hmm. because like I don't want anyone to feel like oh a rose means this exact thing when right. a rose to them could mean something completely different depending on your cultural background or upbringing things like that yeah. but I think 
if you're progressed far enough in your journey, you realize like, oh, well, Esther meant it as this. This is Esther's, yeah. That, but I, for me, it means this, you know, yeah, that sort totally. of thing. And it I doesn't don't want to have to be quite so like rigid and set. Exactly, stuff. exactly. And also with the meanings like that, I'm taking the meanings from usually like their environment, how they are in their habitat, how other mm-hmm. things interact with them. I'm not like going back to like old, you know, what we assume like, who is it? Scott Cunningham and the way that he associates like right. certain herbs with certain meanings and things like that. Hey, Mackie Mac. Oh. Where did you even find this blood pressure cuff, Mac? This isn't <laughs> the one that's attached to the one that I use. Uh oh, <laughs> Mac. It's probably like, fine. Well, I know. So I say with with the dogs, Are I'm like, it's fine. Are you out? Are yes. you lashing out because we're not sitting together? <laughs> Ma'am. <laughs> If only the dear listener could see that Mac is literally hovering over my shoulder right now because she's sitting on the bed that I'm sitting right in front of. She's she's not apologetic whatsoever for eating that. No, she does cuff. not care at all. No, it, it isn't destroyed. It's just slobbery. Yeah. Okay. And that's also, good. it's not the one that I use. So it that's matter. good. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of the the deck. Like in essence, I'm not. I don't think I'm anywhere close to finishing it because it's going to have to be a huge like undertaking and like there's there's several parts to this. It's not just going to be flowers. It's not just. It's mm-hmm. going to be plants and trees and animals and things like that. But for me, it's just getting out all of the creations, kind of vomiting them all at once, and then yeah. being able to categorize them because I don't even know if they're what the main deck looks like yet, right? Or if or there's going how to be many cards you're gonna do exactly. Like, I, I like it. I like this project for you because it's really organic and you're not trying to like meet a minimum. You know, right, like you're right. feeling like I could just kind of be flexible and do this the way that I want to, and right. Then, who knows when it'll be released. Like, it's just no, it's not like a high stress sort of thing. Yeah. And for me, like I'm, I was shocked at the outpouring of people who were very supportive. Stoked about it. I I know. I was, I was like, for me, it's like when I do these things, it's just because I think they're pretty. Right. (laughs) Does that sound all weird? Like, I'm like, Oh, this is pretty. (laughs) This is pretty. And this is what I'm doing. The thing is that you are not a professional artist. You're a teacher. Yeah. Who likes to make art. Yeah. And I like to use Photoshop and filters and well, not filters like, you know, it's like, you know, hand editing stuff like that's how yeah. I've always been. And it's so this awesome. is something that I can kind of use as a creative outlet when I'm in a job that doesn't allow that creativity to exactly. <laughs> come out. Exactly. So. So, yeah, it's I a fun it. project. So, yeah, yeah, it's on Instagram. I'll probably make like link a post or something so if you're curious, you can click on it in the show yeah. notes. And do check it out because it's really cool. I'm so excited to see it. And yes. also log in to our make playing cards account and print myself a copy, a copy. as soon as it, you upload it. I know. I know. <laughs> like just, just like test copies of like what, cause that's the thing. It's like my, my, where I, the computer I do most of the artwork on is the screen is so bad. Yeah. So bad. Like sometimes like the stuff that I do all of a sudden it's like, well, apparently I didn't erase this part of the flower that I needed to erase. So <laughs> what is even happening? Here? So I have to like actually get a printed deck in my hands to kind of be able to tell these things. So, right. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Which I love because I know the password. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> All right, so what other decks have you gotten this summer? Uh, full, well, at the beginning of summer, I finally broke down and got This Might Hurt Tarot. Oh, good. Which that I means we can review it. I know, it does. Well, I was like, well, okay, Esther, you haven't purchased a deck for a long time, and you're about to lose your VIP status with your tarot website, so you have to purchase <laughs> a deck. <laughs> you got to get something. I used to be like the VVIP, but I've like now like down a tier to the gold VIP. Um <laughs> Isn't that funny? I mean, I'm sure that you get a discount. For yeah, you it, get right? like a you get like a five percent discount on your orders or ten percent discount. I think if you're like VVIP. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's I really like the deck. I like the deck more than I thought I would. Yeah, which was surprising because I'm not really a cartoony sort of person at all. But this right. was like realistic, you know, enough for me to not like focus on it being cartoony at all. I don't it's really use cool. that deck enough because I really do love it. Mm-hmm. And the depictions are really neat, and I love them. Is it over here even? Yeah, I've re- we'll talk about my rearranging after we. Talk oh yes, 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 yes. Storage. But now I can see my decks in Yay. front of not all of them, but a lot of a Most lot of them. more than I used to be able to. <laughs> Yay! Storage solutions. We'll have to add that to our list of decks to review. Review, yes. I think that people will want to hear about it. I think so too. I also got for my birthday. I purchased for myself to again 
try to get myself up to the VVIP status. The Carnival <laughs> at the End of the World deck. No way! Yes. Yeah. This deck... I don't know if people even remember. I have had visceral reactions to this deck because it's so creepy. Yeah. And it's like the faces. And that can be yeah. so upsetting. It can be. But I was like, okay, it's it's in your Korean tarot store. You yeah, might as well buy chances? it for your bra- yeah, birthday. Totally. And it has cardstock like the um, Pagan Otherworlds Pagan deck. Pagan Otherworlds, yeah. So like just get it and see. And like what I like doing with this deck, not necessarily like reading tarot, but sort of like the tarot of course but like kind of associating it more with like what archetype wants to talk to me today like oh, which character wants to talk to me today yeah sort of thing and so that's how i've been kind of using it like what is the character kind of saying to me it's not Do necessarily split it into suit it's split into suits it's yeah like it's split into suits yeah it's like but traditional each of them tarot has a creepy character on it yeah and there's a couple of extra cards if i remember correctly but it's like so what you know what is the character saying to me today and here's like the two of pentacles like you know, but it's okay. a skeleton head. Uh, I stuff have like not that, so. purchased this deck, but I've thought about it 1,000 times. times. <laughs> if anyone has it and is wanting to get rid of it, DM me. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I mean, and like something like I love this the I know, horned I love that lady. Card. It's so pretty. What is that? That's a high, high priestess. priestess. I love that she's standing on a tortoise shell back. I know. And she's it's, covered in all those stars. It's, it's so pretty. pretty. Like, and so like there are some that are really pretty, but some that, of course, like. I have things with faces, so I can't deal with faces. But I think reading it from, like, what does this character want to say to me has been yeah. better for me with this yeah. deck. So I thought that was really like cool. it's, like, almost a smaller snippet rather yeah. than having to, like, look at so much carnivaliness. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I've also been using Precious Possums of Lenormand. Of course. A lot. Thanks, Logan. Yeah, thanks, Logan. It's been in my purse quite frequently, and I have enjoyed it and the possums. So. Watching Logan sort of like blossom as this creator this summer mm-hmm. has been really fun because the so possums got sent out. Now he's making another Kickstarter that I don't think he's announced the, what it is, but he did post that there was a Kickstarter project under review. Yes. Yes. So hopefully that'll be out there soon. It's just so neat. And Precious Possums is so adorable. Yeah. So excuse me definitely follow him for all the fun stuff coming up because he's also doing like another lenormand deck that's like D based like yeah. rpg stuff rtt tabletop rpg blah, blah, blah. So I'm, I'm like eye rolling for the people who are like get it right esther be specific oh, i thought you were eye rolling for the people who think that that's too nerdy to even participate oh. in no see that's the thing is like <laughs> I, for those who are into divination and do tabletop RPGs, we find ourselves using Lenormand cards a lot in yeah, gameplay. And I feel like that one deck, the Adventurers Tarot. Yes, the Adventurers Tarot, whatever, yeah. Was developed for D&D, but then like divinators like me who were like, oh, this artwork is pretty, ended up getting it also. Yeah, yeah. So I do feel like there's a lot of overlap, but part of the criticism that the Adventurers Tarot was uh, experiencing uh-huh. is that tarot people were like, this isn't truly tarot. And <laughs> D&D people are like tabletop yeah. People were like, it doesn't matter. That's not what this is about. This exactly. is for you. This is yeah. for the game. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so yeah, so that that's I think it's just really cool that he's developing something that I mean, I already use Lenormand in gameplay whenever I play with my friends or whatever, but it's fun yeah. to be able to use something that we're so familiar with as far as like a specific world and specific things that we encounter in this world. It's really fun. So Yeah, yeah. I yeah. love that. Um, what was I also thinking about in terms of Logan? Oh, no, this was another thing where it was like, oh, this is something that a friend did. Oh, Claire, uh, there were like several different expansion packs of Claire. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mori that we got this summer also. Yes, yes. I think what was it? The timings one is the one that I received from yeah, our, my tarot box. Recent. Yeah. And then Love I think it. she's going to be doing some closer Salwin as well. So yeah. just be able to look out for her expansion packs there, too. Yeah. And it's yeah. the first anniversary of uh, Antique Anatomy being Antique Anatomy, yeah. And our count of astrology, too. Oh, yeah. So they were both the like a week apart. Oh, yeah. That time doesn't make any sense. I think Antique Anatomy, it might be the second. Second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for Arcane of Astrology, it's the first. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know what I was thinking? So Esther oh, and I are on this mission to get Hoi Polloi Tarot, which came oh, out in yes, the 70s. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, but I got Moon Baby, which was a Kickstarter. Oh, yes. It is very similar. Not, it like, is. It's not like similar enough to like be a total substitute, but uh-huh. Moon Baby is so fun. Yes. It is like kind of a psychedelic, but like still very Rider Waite Smith. Uh huh. Uh, but all the colors are so light. Like, you know how we both really like the pastel Rider Waite Smith? Yes. That one that we got through 
uh, make playing cards. I don't even know if it's still up on their shop, but the moon baby is kind of a similar feeling, but like more if they took a combination of like Morgan Greer and Rider Waite Smith and then turned it all into psychedelic pastels. Yes. Yes. Very cool. I am so excited (laughs) for that deck. And I know that I want that other, that vintage deck even more just because the of the like, one. Hoi, I know. Hoi, I'm like, it's so good. We, well, like two weeks ago when I was in a spending freeze for a month, we saw two copies of it on, <laughs> on eBay, each of them for $150. Yeah. Yeah. And here's the thing. We have justified a lot of extravagant deck purchases when we were writing our book. Yes. When we have not been writing the book, it's way harder to say that a $150 deck should be like something that we need for yeah. research. Oh, the yeah, way yeah, that, yeah. Like that really expensive book that I bought for the Cosmic Tarot research oh, right. felt worth it, although it was not. Don't ever fall for that, people. Okay. There's a book for the Cosmic Tarot that you can buy for $180 that is not worth it. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah. There was like basically no information in that. Which is just ridiculous. Yeah. But Moon Baby is fantastic. Okay. Okay. I'm excited for that one. So excited. Yeah. You should check it out for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we'll review it either way. Yeah. Because I think I ordered it. So maybe at your house already. Oh, nice. Yeah. Maybe it is at my house. (laughs) Who knows? It's it's just thrown in a box. It's fine. (laughs) Yeah. That's where everything is. All of the stuff that goes to Esther lives in a box until the box fills up or we have an emergent need for Esther to receive her box. (laughs) I know. know. The other thing about shipping to Korea is that if we send it with our indeterminate time period where it's like, you know, eight to 13, whatever units of time Uh we measure, it's like only $20 less than if we send it so that it's three to five, whatever units of measurement Mm -hmm. ships. And then some, but sometimes it just doesn't matter and stays in the, California airport for like three weeks just going around in a circle. It's so. just like hanging out at LAX. <laughs> hey. You should put a GPS tracker on it once. I do wonder how much time it just spends like sitting in the sitting? port of Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. At They're least like, a week sometimes. These tarot decks don't need to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Not We're not important. in any rush. <laughs> did you get the Fat Folks tarot? No, I did not. No, because I think that was a pre-order, if I remember correctly. It was a pre-order. And then the other thing that it does, which is probably the reason why you didn't get it, is that it's a multi-artist deck. Yes, I I think that's why I passed, because multi-artist decks decks are are not my favorite. Yeah, Yeah. I don't tend to like them. Mm -hmm. Um, But this only has four artists, I think. Okay. So it feels more like Austera than okay. something that has like a different artist for each card. Okay. Um. So I've really enjoyed looking through it. And some of the pictures are just like so arresting because they're just mm. such beautiful, like beautiful images of fat people like laughing and oh. playing and whatever. It's just like a very joyful deck. I love yeah. it. Yeah. And then we got Real Talk Tarot from our publisher, our first oh, yeah. deck from our this own publisher. Fancy. <laughs> I know, it's built really fancy. Our publisher sent us copies of Real Talk Tarot. But which at, is, to my door, which it never happens. Door. Yeah, it didn't even have to come to me. I know. It and it came in the, in, in the same amount of time as it would have gone to Holly. Like, we both exactly. got them on the same day, essentially. How did that happen? <laughs> I know. I think we're probably going to end up talking to the creator of this deck when yeah. we get closer to her release date, which is probably mm-hmm. also being pushed back slightly. Right. Maybe not quite as much as ours because it's a different supply it's a different, chain. Yeah, it's, it's a different like, it's not technically Quarto, it's like a different sub-publishing company, I think. Yeah, so something like we, that. Our, our publisher is part of a conglomerate of publishers and the, the deck is being published through a different publishing house, but right. same conglomerate. But it's also really cool and it's I didn't so realize cool. that it was sort of like phone themed. I thought it was a yeah. big giant border that I was going to have to oh, turn off until yeah, yeah, yeah. you started putting cards in your story and I was uh-huh. like, Oh, real talk. It's a yeah. pun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I was like, I didn't get that pun either until I started putting it in my stories. I was like, because I saw it was a phone, but I was like, I thought it was real talk, like you talking to your friend, like straight talk sort of thing. Yeah, so did and I. Then, and then I was like, oh, it, it's a phone phone, like a real talk phone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're a bit dense sometimes. Yeah, well, you know, we love a pun, but apparently we not do. quite enough to get it. It right was not away. quite on the nose. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I think that we're going to be interviewing the creator who seems really cool. She has a lot of art classes. Yeah. And it's it's a pretty neat little deck. Yeah. And I know that I got more decks than just those. But, but those golly, are the highlights, probably. Oh, yeah. So tell us that I can see the most. That's true. Yeah. So tell us about your new situation. Oh, yeah. So this is my new tarot storage hack. 
Yeah. Which I know everyone's desperate to hear from me. But <laughs> it turns out that wine racks are almost the exact same width as most tarot decks. Like mass market tuck boxes fit no problem, but even uh-huh. like sturdy two piece boxes fit perfectly into wow. this wine rack. So the okay. wine rack that I got is I just got it at Goodwill again, but I think it's from World Market. And it's like such a basic, just like raw wood wine mm-hmm. rack. And it literally is, I think it's what, like maybe 10 by four spots. Mm-hmm. And each one of the spots can fit one to two decks in it. So suddenly, all and because wine racks are so much more shallow, like they're right. not huge beefy bookshelves, they the decks don't get like pushed back and lost. Oh, I just okay. Feel like who would have guessed that a freaking wine rack would be such a perfect yeah. deck holder? That's really cool. And they're all right there accessible to you. Yeah. So easy. I can see their spines and it's just like way closer and I it's not like, you know, I mean, I everyone has different ways to store tarot decks and especially once you have over probably 25, it just yeah. becomes like really hard to even remember what you have. Yes, yes, And yes. so that was kind of a problem because I'm working from home. I'm in this office all the time and all my decks were in a closet behind a closed door. Mm-hmm. So I was like not really reaching for anything other than literally, which I still am reaching for mostly, which is Hilda Lenormand, uh, Arcane of Astrology, Antique Anatomy, and uh, Precious Possums, which I store in the box from my Hilda tiles. Oh yeah, like yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's perfect. I love that. Which works really well, and it's also the uh, already have version of the <laughs> yes, Jamie's deck holders. That yes, Jamie yes, yes. Makes. <laughs> I know this one was already in my house, so I just <laughs> yeah <used> that. <laughs> I love it, love but it. But it's such a great idea. But yeah, so now I have all these other things that I can like reach so much more easily, and I've been pulling cards way more than I had been. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's cool. What else? Oh, this is another cool deck that I got this summer that I oh, yeah. I have no idea when it came out. Okay. But it's the Fantod Pack by Edward Gorey. Do you know Edward Gorey? He's like a really oh, creepy that's right. children's book illustrator. Yeah. Not, he's I remember not creepy. His illustrations, his illustrations are creepy. <laughs> Actually, he might be. I don't know him. <laughs> Allegedly, he's as not creepy. As far as I know, he's not creepy. <laughs> but it's just a small oracle deck. I think it only has like 30 cards or so. I, yeah, I think I saw. And they're Insta also kind of more Lenormandy because it's like oh, yeah. the ladder, the child, the limb. Uh-huh. The yellow bird. They're like kind of creepy. And they're also this really cool shape. They don't have rounded edges. Oh, and they're tall okay. and skinny. And it's kind of like a spooky deck. Ooh. So that's, that's cool. Fun. And so that's another one. Yeah. But yeah, we were so busy, not with stuff related to tarot I know, to tarot. We have not, like, I think I literally went a couple of weeks without, like, reading like tarot for myself. I know. At all. It's weird. And I also think that, like, I think there's sort of a tide that's turning Yes, in some ways, like with our own practices. I don't think it's going to like enact any major changes, but I just feel like when things felt more uncertain, I was pulled towards it more. And now Uh I always feel like things are so overly uncertain that I don't even pull anything at all. Like I've kind of like, Mm -hmm. you know, was treading water in the deep end and pulling right. cards all the time to try to feel like maybe I could get something underneath me. And now I'm just like <laughs> in the middle of the ocean and uh-huh. so not even trying anymore. Right. Right. It's, it's like a sense of like, not really, I don't want to say like burnout because I still like love this thing and I love this craft, but it's just that sense of like the world has changed and I've got to figure out for myself what that means for myself. And I think right. if, I think that's kind of what transition like I'm going through because like the past two years have been a huge change in all right. of our lives. You and I know. also, this is like, so not pandemic related at all, but I also think that because a large part of yours and my tarot experience has been so Instagram focused. Oh, right. Instagram itself feels like it just does not give a shit about creating community. Exactly. Anymore. Yeah. It's really hard to feel motivated to do those things and mm-hmm. put ourselves out there when Instagram full blown said like, Oh, we're only pushing videos and uh-huh. like, we're making it harder to share each other's stuff. Like exactly there are all these things that Instagram has literally said out loud about the way they want their, their platform to change. So in some ways we're having to come to this reckoning, reckoning about like where we want our community to be. Right. And, like what we're really going for. Yeah. And it's easy when it's me and you, like uh-huh. we could talk about this for a thousand years 
but feeling like we're trying to like, I don't know, like strengthen our brand. And I could not be using <laughs> heavier air quotes for that. It's like a weird time to be trying right. to strengthen your band. Right. Yeah, well, it, brand. well, well, and it's, and it's like, well, where can we put our energy? Because yeah. if we're trying to grow our podcast and grow our relationships with people through a platform that is anti-relationships with people now, Right. Then how? Then why should? Yeah, how is that like investment going to return? Exactly. You know? What are we doing? And <laughs> exactly. why? It's it's interesting. So I think yeah. it's like it warrants a larger conversation. And I don't think the answer is everyone go to TikTok. I exactly. No. Like I like that's not where my what? heart would be in the first place. So <laughs> no, no, no. And I love TikTok, and I yeah. make videos for TikTok, but they're not tarot related because the TikTok community uh, or the TikTok tarot community is just. Young, I guess young, too young, maybe like or too like one uppy a little bit. Yeah. Like on Instagram, yeah. I feel like there's space for everyone to put their stuff up there. Mm-hmm. And right. with TikTok, because of the way that the algorithm works, it feels like there's not really the same yeah level of space. And also on TikTok, because their algorithm pushes videos out, they're pushing videos. If I were doing tarot, they might push my videos only to people who didn't know tarot at all. Which again oh, okay. is not very community oriented. Right, so right. With Instagram, it always felt like the algorithm would push tarot content to tarot people. Right, right, right. At least they used to. And so it was always it always felt like you were like people were finding you because you have similar interests. And right. I see tarot people come up on Inst- on TikTok every once in a while and it really feels like people in the comments are like maybe not necessarily people who are doing tarot themselves. So then the performative nature of like you know, comment, uh, I claim this to claim right. this message. It's just like, yeah. that's not building community. That's exactly. Not I'm exactly. And then right. I'm like, I'm 34. Do I just sound like a fucking ancient pro <laughs> I know. I to know. be like the youths, they're <laughs> the not youths. creating real relationships. <laughs> and I do believe people can create real relationships yeah. on TikTok, but I haven't seen it in our tarot field. Right. The way yeah. That I, feel like I used to on I just sound like such an old lady whatever well, I am no but for for me it's like that whole I think the whole of TikTok for me is that one up and participation because yeah. to be seen you have to be constantly on and yeah. I'm I'm constantly on at my current job right. I don't want to be constantly on in my you know other part-time job that's our podcast you know so exactly (laughs) so yeah I guess all of this is just to say is that we also recognize that the community is changing and if you have thoughts about it we totally want to hear it because it would be nice to know that we're not alone we're gonna keep doing the podcast yeah this is just like the way that we interact is podcasting and in our own little group that's the way we're gonna do yeah (laughs) yeah so Go to our Woo. Facebook page. I know yeah. that it's kind of an evil empire over there, but we also have the Discord. Yeah, we have Discord. We have Facebook. We sometimes have Twitters. Yeah, depending I don't on really what we think about. that we tweet. No, <laughs> occasionally no. we tweet. Occasionally, but like it's it's every pocket has its problematic things, and I think that's finding. Right. That's the thing is that I'm not trying to shit all over. Oh no, tarot talk. No, but I just yeah it's because just like an interesting... yeah. Everything is has its own like little niche and it's where do we right. fit in what niche is comfortable for, for us. And I also so. just think it's interesting to like realize that we're not the young ones anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, like I still, as maybe it's because we both work with like young adults young. so yeah. much, but like we are the ones who are supposedly like know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of a weird realization too. <laughs> well, we are like, the Terra Big Sisters. So. Exactly. That is what we're, our goal is. I realized when you're filling out a survey, they put like age ranges. Oh, like right, right, right. to 34. You already have I to go out of 35 uh-huh. to 40. I'm out of there. I was, I'm like, <laughs> what? Soon we're going to be outside of the realm of like valuable consumers because yeah. we're going to age I know. out of it. No one's going to give a shit about our opinions at all. Yeah. But the, the nice thing is, is that like, now as whatever 35 year old person I am, I don't give any fucks anymore. What I know, people that's think true. that's I like, know. I, really I give, I will actually, I give, I give small fucks. I give small fucks, but <laughs> like I'm starting to get to the place where Jamie I don't. And our friend Jenna have really made me feel very reassured about aging because they are so committed to the idea that you just have to give fewer fucks. Yeah. I yeah. I, I, I am here for it. I am here for all the Capricorn energy and all the Gemini energy yeah. of giving and no they fucks. They're in me. My moon and yeah. rising are in Capricorn. I feel it <laughs> burbling up. <laughs> Exactly. Anyway, I think that's our show. We I know summer catch up, right? We did. That was a, like Wiley Tarot catch up. Yeah, and mayo K- and no, mustard. K. Not I know. Not K E T C H U P. Catch up. 
like but you can find us on all the social medias i think we already mentioned them we're usually at wildly tarot podcast you can go to our website wildlytarot.com to ask questions or find links to our merch uh there's a lot of different stuff there or pre-order our book which you can still do uh, so that you too can find the mis- mislabeled, <laughs> mislabeled <photo> card. <laughs> so it's going to be but, like a search and find whoever finds exactly, it first. <laughs> exactly. But you know where to find us. And we're so happy that you were here with us. I know. And, and we're glad to be back onto our regularly scheduled yeah. program. I know. I know it, we had to do the pre-recording stuff, but I miss yeah. seeing your face every week. And I'm I know. Excited to same. Do that again. Me too. Even though we still do send videos to each other. A lot. This is true. Yeah. Yeah. It's we still, we talked, <laughs> still talk during the week, but not like a long extended conversation. Right. So. Not two hours of just Holly and Esther talking about <laughs> shit they like. <laughs> exactly. Which is what this right. ended up being. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Uh, what do we do? Go forth and tear wildly. Yes. We love you so much. <laughs> is that how we end this? We yes, love you. We love you. <laughs>